Kaylee. Hey everyone, my name is Macy. Welcome to the Project 320 Podcast. Relax and let's get started. Take it away, Mom and Dad. Welcome back to another episode of the Project 320 Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my lovely wife beside me is Miss Lori. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fabulous. I have a cup of coffee. Got to have that strong brew, that uh, dark roast, and I'm rocking it. And I'm ready. To, I'm ready to, to dialogue together. Oh yes, she uh, she drinks that real woman coffee. That's right. It uh, <laughs> it needs to to peel paint. If you can see to the bottom of your cup, your coffee's too weak. Exactly. But uh, we're coming to you tonight. It's, it's currently 10.08 p.m. We do these things because we do it this late because we have three gorgeous daughters, as, as you guys yes. know. But it is also the best time of the day to do, it, to do this without being interrupted. The only quiet. Yes. And so. in other... Exactly. And in other uh, big news... Um, for those of you who who, call, who follow college football, uh, this past weekend was week one, and um, uh, I am a big Georgia Bulldog fan, so yes, they had a, a really great game, a stomping on Oregon, but um, yeah, I am, I have been trying very, for, for, for years now, to get Lori to be as invested or as <laughs> interested in college football mm-hmm. as as we are as she is with our beloved Atlanta Braves. That's right. So and that's and it's, it's been definitely a challenge to get you interested in that. Yeah, I just don't I don't know. I just don't connect into it. I just I just don't. And man, I've always said and you know I've always said this that if I had to just randomly pick a team and this is without me truly knowing anything about football and stats and all that shenanigans i always said i would pick alabama i have no idea how she got to that (laughs) at all so yeah so funny story in that chris was watching football last year and just jokingly you know i was like roll tide and he just kind of gave me a look and i was like okay i thought we were you know I I i thought we were just joking okay but the girls heard me and then they began saying, roll tide, roll tide. And I mean. Yeah, they really thought it was funny. <laughs> and anyway, so needless to say, you didn't find that very funny. And No, no, not really. That gave yeah. us a really good opportunity to put into play what you and I are discussing today. <laughs> communication, you know, um, how to have healthy communication. And what are some ways... Um, that people communicate and yeah what does that have to do with um how god has called us to have healthy communication and relationships with others yeah exactly we it's especially in times like college football Uh, when when (laughs) she when she got our children to pick at me and i'm so sorry call out alabama's I didn't, Mantra. Know I didn't know what would upset instead of, you. Instead of go dogs. So now we say go dogs. They have a hair bow that says go dogs. 
and we strictly say only go dogs in this house. But by, you know, by enduring that frustration, it, uh, it really, it really is a great example of, of how Lori and I communicate together. Lori and I are different communicators in many ways. Lori, Lori tends to be, I mean, what, what we'll talk about um, in part, in the first part of this podcast, is like the difference between a direct and indirect communication. Um, and, and all for the purpose uh, to hopefully help somebody when, they're, when you're working uh, with your team, you know, because when you have a team of people, especially within the church, there are different personalities, uh, different different thought process processes, different different styles that people come with. Maybe are and this we'll get into this in a little more detail later. You know, are they more of a passive person? Are they um, passive aggressive? Are they more assertive, or are they just plain out? aggressive people which probably not because if the, if it was that way they probably are, are not going to be on your team but through this you know through this research and through the conversations that we've had we've really um begun to see not that we didn't already know but we we begin to see how we communicate with each other um lori uh, ten, i mean tends to be more of an indirect uh, or more of a passive kind of communicator. And we'll get into some of the uh, characteristics of that here in a second. And, and, and on, other, on the other hand, uh, I unfortunately tend to be, and I won't say unfortunately, I'll take that back, but I, but I tend to be more of a, a direct, uh, very black and white, and, and to the point of sometimes being an, an aggressive communicator and, and and knowing these knowing what you're like what you tend to do it give provides you not i don't want to label um because that's not who we are no that's no. not who who jesus says we are and when he looks at us he doesn't go ooh, very passive Ooh, you know when he <laughs> sees us you know he sees who we are not not our behavior yeah but the fact that you and i have spent time um, long before this podcast to, to look at that and examine it's given us a great opportunity to see some areas that we see that we need growth in and we've been able to, to help each other in that and it's easy to see like you and I we do we are polar opposite communicators when we are not being intentionally um, Christ you know Christ like minded when we are not really listening to his voice, our tendencies where we will fall are polar opposites. And so it's a great opportunity for us to really look and examine so we can grow. And, you know, when you have different personalities, you're going to have things that arise that you may not always agree on. So you're going to have opportunities to, you know, to need to put what we're going to share today in practice. And, yeah, I want to highlight one quick thing. Sure. That's okay. Is when we're looking at different personalities and different giftings and the way we're each uniquely designed, I just want to I want to point out that it really is a gift. God has made us each uniquely different because 
we it's there's such beauty and unity because we each bring something to the table that the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. So my tendency when and is that I can be more passive when I'm not being intentional in um in working on that. So, you know, now in a role where I do have to address things, I've I've learned how to how to um to have these conversations. There are things that you and I have been able to to grow in. You've you've given me a lot of um wisdom. And so, you know, you've given me a lot of wisdom and how to to be more direct and I've given you a lot of wisdom and how to um to approach things with more empathy and grace. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's a you know we're all made unique, and it's easy to look at somebody who's different and how they approach conversations and see them. At, it's like kind of a, like a me them kind of thing, and that's not at all. Like Christ, He's all about unity, and it's so it's a gift. Like it's a gift that we process life differently because together that makes a powerhouse. Yeah, you know. And so when you're looking at your um, your team members who approach things differently. Please don't look at it as a me versus them kind of thing. Look at it, God, He has made us so unique. And together, that unity, Jesus is all about unity. So together, we bring something together that is beautiful in the kingdom. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say, I was going to say too that whatever category that you find yourself in, if you're a more direct communicator, or you're more a more indirect, you know, it we're not we're not at all at any point in this podcast saying that it's wrong. Or there's there's a there's a wrong aspect or a right aspect or you know, even though you're this way you should be this way. It's not that. I mean you you know, we're all well just like Lori said, we're all created and we're all who we are, um, for a reason, for a purpose. We we think the way we do, we operate we do the way we do um, we communicate the way we do because it's, it's it's the way that we have learned. I mean, now now yeah, there there is a there, one little caveat to that is how we communicate and how we speak to each other is an aspect or a product of our environment. A lot of the time, you know, how you grew up, you know, how your how your parents communicated with you, how the the group of friends that you surround yourself with, how they communicate, uh, diff- all these different factors um, come together uh, to de- to develop your direct or indirect way of communication. But I'm glad, but I'm glad you said all that because it is true. You know, one's not right, and one's not better than the other. Behavior, well, behavior doesn't determine identity, and I just want to like yeah. highlight that. And I mean, there are, you know, there God is. When you look at Jesus and how He communicated, He has given us an outline of how to, of how to, you know, communicate in a healthy, in a healthy way. So when He's, you know, there's no right versus wrong. Well, I mean, there's there's aspects of, um, you know, in being, you know, for example, in being passive, you know. Sometimes I can be more passive, you know, if I'm not being intentional in healthy communication. Um, passive in the sense that, you know, I also bring the strength of empathy. So there can be strengths in it, but, you know, God has outlined, you follow the example of Jesus, 
you know, he's given us an example of how to have healthy, healthy, you know, relationships and ways to address communication and conflict. Definitely. Yeah, I, you know, exactly. And that, when, when you bring both of them together, you know, as we, because that's one thing that I know that the both of us are, uh, are looking, are seeking as a result of sending this out to you is that you know we're looking for ways to meet in the middle to not be to not be passive to but to not be assertive we're all trying to um come together you know bring those bring those direct and those indirect aspects together and also you know the the ultimate goal is to is to help um, one of you uh as you're in leadership to uh to be able to identify these factors in people so that you have a cohesive team and I mean because we've we've all had we've all had bosses in the past you know some people that you might have thought was a horrible boss they probably were but (laughs) or I mean but you got I believe you guys know what I mean but but maybe it was because they really didn't understand your communication style or they didn't or they didn't value you for who you are but anyway direct and indirect communication that's really what we're that's what we're here to talk about today and I'm so sorry for messing up or I hope I don't mess up confuse my words but anyway um, due, due to our research, um, I'll, I'll just want to cover uh, kind of the differences between direct and indirect real quick, and then uh, I want Lori, and then Lori will come um, and give us some amazing um, ways to to bring to bring all that together. So, uh, direct direct communicators um, should be should beware of assuming um, an indirect communicator. It's just passive aggressive or dishonest. You know, so- sometimes people who are indirect in their communication can be can be taken as somebody that's just beating around the bush, or um, they're not. You know, they'll be the people that might be hesitant to give you bad news, or they will avoid uh, giving a direct answer because they they are more. Uh, in tune, they're more empathetic with maybe how you'll receive that news, and um, they can be. And and I and that definitely is a quality of uh, of Lori's. You know, she is very empathetic. She is very very in tune with uh, the people that's that she works with in in the church, for example. Um, want, wants to make sure that that. Every conversation is is always leaving the other person um, uplifted, you know. She and, and and even even if she has to deliver bad news or if it's an aspect of discipline or something like that, it's it's um, she always wants to leave that encounter as one that's uplifting. Um, and because because she is so in tune and she is so empathetic with that person's feelings. Um, a person on, a person on, um, on the other hand, um, indirect communicators, um, should be, should beware or should be conscious 
and not to not to assume that direct communicators are just being insensitive and rude you know and yeah there's 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 definitely times where that uh, could be true but um, as as one person that through my research they've said that um, somebody who speaks directly or explicitly um, may may just be saying that because they respect you enough to just tell you like it is now I'm not saying that about every direct communicator because I, it's, it's hard for you to really be able to understand that I mean if, if somebody that you barely know says something for you I mean says something to you and you just take that as very rude and rude and insensitive well it's probably it's probably just because you don't know them very well and they don't know you very well either but they still choose to be direct and then if they don't have that relationship built and established then yeah it's going to be very rude and insensitive so the relationship that keyword yes. is is having that relationship that rapport built that investment not just you know in the in the church world and just know like when we're talking about communication this can go I, I've had some listeners that you know are not in the church world talk to me about our podcast so these are things that can go beyond just like the church world or even like the business side of things just in normal relationships but um having that investment now for those that are in the church world it's not just on sunday mornings you're you're doing that investment throughout the week that intentional you know check in with them throughout the week so that when you do have to have you know some of these conversations you know you've had that built up and they know your heart they know your heart and they know i would hope my team they know my heart in knowing that I would never want to say anything that would hurt them, you know. And if I say something, you know, they know that I've, I've bathed it in prayer and that I truly am coming from a place of love. And I think we hit on it last week when we were sharing that. Somebody once told me that sometimes one of the greatest ways that we can show someone love is to tell them things that they don't want to hear, you know, mm-hmm. as the Holy Spirit is leading you to say it not just to say it because it just needs to be said which is one of those things where in my how old am i 32 i'll be 32 yeah 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 <laughs> i have to count backwards you know from where you are um that's some one of the something that i've learned that has been really important for me and is just because i have something to say and it is true doesn't mean that it's always the right time and I'm the one who's called to say it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like sometimes exactly. sometimes God has somebody else that he has led to say that and at a certain time. So it's it's being intentional, having that relationship and asking the Holy Spirit is am I the one you've called to say it and is this the time and show me the time and the way to do it. Exactly. It 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 really kind of brings you back to uh, we what we talked about last week about our identity you know where is our where is your identity you know what is your identity in Christ you know how do you see that if we're if we're deeply rooted and connected with God and our identity is within God in every aspect then then our communication is going to be on point 
um, and everything that Lori just said that you know we are going to be in tune with that person even if even if we have a more direct approach or even if we have a more indirect approach um, the 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 basis of it is is you know finding finding the best way to communicate to that person you know you, we're having to meet them where they are and if we're if we're too direct or if we're too assertive or if we're too aggressive with how we handle that then that's only going to be detrimental to the relationship we have with whoever you're talking to but then also on the other hand if you're too indirect or if you're too passive or maybe even if you're just too empathetic or I mean I don't guess you can't be too empathetic but if you're if you're just too what's the word I'm looking for well, if you're if you're so there's a balance of you want to be in tune with how put yourself in someone's shoes and walk that journey with them. But part of walking the journey with them is is as God is leading you to share something that helps them grow is to share that with them. You know, yeah. it might it might be hard to receive. Like I have somebody in my life who is my mentor. I've told I've told her like I want you to tell me like it is. And Mama D, love you, Mama D. Shout out, Mama <laughs> D. I love you and Poppy, and, and uh, <laughs> they're on staff with it, with with us at church. And um, you know, she's she's got full permission to to call me out, and I want her to to call me out when it's needed, and it's out of love. And I want her to, even if it might be hard for me to hear, it might not be what I want to hear, or you know, I've told her it, even if it might. It might hurt my feelings, you know, because I, I know, like, I'll. It hurts my feelings because I'm, there's something inside me probably going. There's probably some truth to that, you know, and I'm wrestling with that, but it's out of love. I don't try to hurt someone's feelings. I, that's the last thing I want to do because I'm. That's not Christ-like, but also the empathy side of things. But it's out of love. I want to share with you, you know, how God is leading me, um, to to speak in your life for growth yeah it's holy spirit led is what i guess i keep coming back to holy spirit led exactly so to wrap up real quick uh, my aspect before i hand this over to lori a little bit um some, some important strategies and i think she's going to piggyback off on this and uh and keep going for a few for a few more minutes but um some important strategies to address within your team and and not just you know like we said it, it's maybe not necessarily just your team but your family or your spouse or boyfriend girlfriend um, anything like that but to spend time understanding one another's preferred communication style um, when, when I when I first read this aspect it reminded me of how we see others you know are we really looking through looking through God the God's lens you know instead of mm -hmm. our own are we really um, looking at somebody the way that God does you know so spend time understanding the other person's preferred style you know and that's where it comes back to relationship and getting to know them and understanding how they work what makes them tick um, Another aspect, if you're if you're in a in an aspect of leadership, 
uh, to create a set of communication guidelines for for your team. Um, you know, be specific and clarify each team member's understanding of these guidelines. Um, and, and and what this and what this is for is is to make sure that your team knows how to respect everybody, respect the others. How do I say that? To to respect each person on the team and their and the best way that they that they communicate. You know, if 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 you if on your team you have a, if you you have a handful of very direct and very assertive people, but then on the own, but then you also have a good handful of very indirect or more passive communicators. Um, make sure, I mean, that you create guidelines for your team, as it's saying, to to help facilitate communication, so that the the indirects are not overpowered by the directs, and and then the the directs are not frustrated by how the the indirect or passive people are responding maybe to their um to their questions or their thoughts that's where it goes back to when you were saying um to see people through and asking the holy spirit and this is a prayer of mine every single day with you know our kids and you and and everyone i come in contact with is Lord help me to see to see them as you see them like help me to have eyes to see and ears to hear them through your lens and a heart that loves them as you love them and as you as you do that you begin to set the culture for for your team to do that mm -hmm. so it's something that first has to begin with you and you honoring that and you honoring those guidelines and you you know you begin to just really set the tone and live it out and honoring one another and seeing the other person who may be different than you not as um, something that's obstructing you but rather looking at how God uniquely made them and seeing like how how has God given them to me to begin to um, to transform our team that's right um. Yeah, but uh, please continue on with uh, what, what yeah. else you had. So I just I have a few things just to remind, and you just jump in. Um, just been really thinking about this and thinking and writing out some notes, and um, you poked on one, and don't wait too long to address it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have when something needs to be addressed, don't wait too long because it can begin to affect other people on your team and then it can continue to grow to a bigger issue it can be kind of fester um another another just goal another tip to throw out to you is to establish what you want what god is leading you let me say it that way that's better what god is saying the goal or the outcome of your conversation is yeah. so it might be helpful for somebody who you know it doesn't come as natural to them to be um to address conflict um a tip for you and how you can grow is to have some points outlined um if the conversation feels hard to have this helps you to feel prepared and empowered in that conversation um, another thing is to choose an appropriate time and location. If you feel like this is a conversation that, and with a person that could escalate, then um, choose a place that's more visible in public. 
Um, but also be aware um, of what is going on overall in the moment for that individual and the, the overall place. So, for example, um, you know, in addressing, um, you know, I've had to address something with a parent before when one of our kids' environments, probably not the best moment to address this is when there's three people, five people waiting behind them to check out. Um, and then when I hand them their child, their child is pulling on their arm, you know, to go see their friend over in the corner, you know, uh, as they're about to leave. That's probably not the best place and time for me to address something that I need to talk about with, with a parent. So think about what's an appropriate um, time and location. You know, it might be better to see if we can meet for coffee or at the park so their child can play and to have that conversation. So you're also investing in that relationship going deeper. But sometimes just meeting outside of um, service times is not an option, depending on their season and your season. So maybe you can call them during the week. But look for what is the best time, not just for you, but for them as well. Think about your body language. This is something I'm really huge in. Um, in the counseling room, something I'm, I'm really conscious of and I ask the Holy Spirit to help me to be aware of it is yes. to have... That's definitely something that I, that I know that I have to grow in myself, too. Um, because yeah. Maybe, it, I mean, sorry to interrupt you. Okay. You know, maybe it, maybe it is um, for, a lo- for a lot of people, you know, that just have, I don't know. I mean, you know, that, yeah, you're real happy and stuff like that, but your face just doesn't really show it. <laughs> and you just, you just look like you're ticked, you're, ticked, you're ticked off. off. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that, and that's another thing too. I mean, that, that's a hard thing to, I mean, you know, I'm glad you bring that up because maybe just because of off your disposition, you know, people would think that, oh, they're just a very negative, negative person. It's not approachable. Yeah. And, but you know, it is true. It's just not very approachable. And it's, it's that, that aspect of relationship is, Mm -hmm. is something that, I know over the last few years that I'm really have that I've really had to learn and to grow in um, that what people see. I mean, I mean we we determine a lot by what we see. Um, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. But the but the truth of it is, um, what we see, you know, what we see in people, what their disposition is, what their body language is, that tells we we take a lot from you know giving an initial idea of. Who they are yeah so for example having an open stance so like you know I just naturally like ever since I was a little girl you know I've crossed my arms I don't do it out of anger um, I'm not angry when I do it or I put my hands on the hip like my earliest pictures um, are my hands are on my hips that might be a little because I was maybe a little sassy <laughs> no never um, yeah. but you know when I'm having when I'm thinking about conversations and I'm having, especially when I'm having conversations where I'm having uh, to address something, um, you know, crossing my arms or putting my hands on my hips um, can come across as like angry or demeaning. So especially when you're having difficult conversations, um, have an open stance, you know, have your, have your arms open and, um, smile and nod and keep eye contact even if there are things going on around you or somebody's acknowledging you 
smile, nod, keep eye contact because that lets them know that you're listening and you care. When they when they're responding back to you, it shows them that you really care um, what they're saying. And which um, the next thing is is when addressing the issue, don't attack them as a person. So it's important for us to distinguish, as we said, their behavior doesn't determine their identity. Mm-hmm. So try to use first-person statements, um, and and you want to speak with respect and gentleness, but also be confident, which shows the other person that you have thoughtfully, um, carefully thought this out and prayed over the conversation. Just a few more, two more. Okay. Listen, and truly just do that. Listen. I think a lot of us say, "Oh yeah, I'm listening," but. You know, people can pick up when you truly, when you're not just hearing words, but you're listening. Um, yeah, they can tell if you have some kind of preconceived or premeditated thought of, or pre, or or some kind of judgment about mm-hmm. who they are. That's what they what they would see. So listen with the open mind. Listen with empathy, and look at the situation from their perspective. And here's a big one: listen not to try to formulate a response. Or a defense. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Like truly hear from your heart and listen to what they're saying. Um, then try it. And this is like a counseling thing, you know, but it's huge. I've done it with our kids too. And it's just, I've done it with my team. And it's huge. Try to repeat back to them what you think you heard before offering, you know, any resolutions, concerns, or follow-ups. Because this helps... Um, helps make sure that you really are understanding them correctly while also helping them feel heard and valued. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, if someone is, like, struggling to get there on time, um, you know, on Sunday mornings for their team, it could be something like, wow, it sounds like you have a lot going on in the mornings while your husband is at work getting here by 8.30 with the kids fed and dressed and in a car. That does sound challenging. Um, let's see what we can work out together to take stress off of you in the morning while also making sure your team is ready for service to begin. This shows um, that you hear it. And if they, if they, uh, and sometimes I may say, um, is this, you know, am I hearing you correctly in this? Mm-hmm. Um, but this gives an opportunity to correct you if you didn't understand the correctly. And if, they, and if it is, they're like, wow, like she really heard heard what I was trying to say like and she feels with me like she she cares it's not just get your act together because that's not at all what our heart is um we want them to know that we we hear and we care and we're wanting to work together the last thing is don't respond by getting defensive um it can be hard but you know it's one of those things you will shut the conversation down by getting defensive Mm -hmm. um so remember take a deep breath and ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom before you respond back to them. Um, I recently heard someone say, and this is something like I'll just want to always keep in my mind, um, that it is healthy to let your emotions have a seat at the table, but don't let them be at the head of the table. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so I heard um, a radio host locally share that. And I'm going to say it again. It's, it's healthy to let your emotions have a seat at the table, but don't let them be at the head of the table. Um, so when having challenging conversations, don't respond out of her anger. Acknowledge them within yourself. You're feeling that way and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you if there's any truth in what the other person is saying. 
Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Sometimes we want to just like be at the defense. Like, I just can't. But it's truly asking Holy Spirit, well, Holy Spirit, is there anything true to what they're telling me? And, um, but really primarily in that moment, you know, keep the purpose and the goal of the conversation at the forefront of your mind. So sometimes we need to kind of like keep our emotions in check. And then once we finish our conversation, then kind of take that moment to like self-reflect like, oh, is there any truth to what they said, you know, you know, about me and to me? Was there any truth in that, Father? There is. Take it. Father, help me grow in it. The rest of it, throw it out, you know. But keep the goal. This ties back in the beginning to establish what your goal is. So keep that goal at the forefront of your mind. Don't get lost in getting defensive. That will shut the conversation down. Um, and then you're not going to go anywhere, yeah. anywhere else with it. I like that. I really like the the line, correct me if I'm wrong, but allow yourself to let your emotions have a seat at the table, just not at the head of the not table. Not the head of the table. And I like that. I think I think that really, that really sums up very well um, the comparison between direct and indirect communication because there's there's aspects of all of us that are that are direct and are indirect it's just sometimes certain people allow the qualities of one or the other have more shine more you know people are just more direct they're more assertive or they're more aggressive and then other people are more um uh, more contained you know they're they're quieter they're 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 not as they're not as open to share their thoughts and they're not very expressive where they can be and maybe on certain certain topics they certainly can be but i like i like how that says that how we, how that that statement reads because we we should not be afraid to allow our emotions a seat at the table just be careful which ones we allow to be the head of the table. Or keep there not to let them be the head of the table because we make decisions and we lead not out of our feelings, but we lead out of the truth of of who God is, who He says we are, who He says you know each of our team members are, and what He's called us to do. Um, and so, yeah, like it's it's leading out of that, and it goes back to seeing people um, as God sees them, and it's something that in and of ourselves we cannot do. It is we have to allow the Holy Spirit um, to do that. Like we have to submit to Him and allow Him to to help us to have that self control in the moment of having hard conversations and submitting those emotions to him so I can look at what the conversation is at hand and truly see this is an opportunity for us to grow together and working through some things. Um, seeing conflict not as, well, seeing our conversations not as an opportunity for like for conflict and for war, but seeing them as opportunities of growth. I guess that's how I see it. This is an opportunity for us to grow together. And as I am, God's leading me to help you grow in this area, He's going to use it for us to grow together and He's going to grow me in it. And so it's like a win win thing. But it always comes back to being led by the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah. yeah. Being led by Him. Thank you so much for clarifying <laughs> that for me. 
folks, this is this is why I have an amazing woman, an amazing life. She she makes what I'm trying to say make sense. It's ten years of marriage. <laughs> we ten years at the end of this month. So ten years we begin to start to understand what each, each other. other's thinking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we begin to understand. I don't know. Is that kind of scary? It might be it a might little, be a little scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sweetie. I'll wrap it up real quick because we're approaching a 40 minutes. So if you are still with us, then thank you so much. You are so awesome. But um, but yeah, you know, today we wanted to talk about communication. And because we're all different, we all communicate differently. Um, maybe some of us are more direct and more in your face. Maybe some of us are not. And we're more and we're more indirect or we are more considerate of the feelings of the people people that we're talking with and but the the goal of this podcast is to get you to think is to is and, and for us as well to get us to think and for us to remember identity like we talked about last week you remember what our identity in christ is remember how to establish our relationships that are centered in christ and then when we do those things we can take uh, we can take the characteristics of how we communicate and we can bring them together um, to be something awesome. You know, because every group, every group from time to time needs somebody that's going to tell you how it is, and then also from time to time you're going to need people that are going to wrap their arms around you and love on you and and to show you that you matter. You know, to show you that empathy, to give you that. To give you that love, to give you that grace, and it and it's it, it's all these components that when we when we bring them together, when we're bringing them together in relationship as, as by God's example, and when we're looking at the other person through the lens through God's lens instead of our own, it's 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 those moments where we can really come together and understand how each other communicates, and we can build better teams build better ministries see each other as a gift exactly to have to do that when we see each other with a gift we have stronger churches stronger ministries stronger groups and and definitely at the core of it all a stronger relationships not only with each other but with god as well so with that um i want to i want to say a word of prayer before we go um yeah let's do that right now Heavenly Father, God, we love you and we thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity you've given us. We pray over our communication. We pray over how we speak to each other. We pray for, um, Lord, to show, us, to show us those direct aspects of our communication, to show us those indirect aspects of our communication, and to bring them together, Lord, for your glory and your purpose so we can so we can help uh, so we can help to come together to bring people together Lord, Lord we're so thankful for this opportunity we pray God for everybody listening and for everybody uh, under the sound of this prayer Lord, we pray for them uh, in your holy name we pray amen once again thanks thanks guys for uh, participating I uh, apologize for, for our cat in the background she's trying to talk to us for some reason <laughs> or she just wanted to say hey so there's hey from Allie she's our cat <laughs> but anyway uh, we love you um, hope y'all have a, a great week we'll see you next week see you next week <laughs>